Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, we're talking about happy endings, mismatched libidos, online dating, and so much more. Thanks for listening. Okay, everybody. It's my Sibian update. Everything is going really well. I feel like it's my my mascot. I feel like it's my, like I got it. I wanted a dog, but I got a Sibian. Um, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, um, you might have think you know about the Sibian. You might have heard about it years ago, but it is a game changer for your sex life. It's so much more than even a sex toy. It's a full on sexual experience that I've been having. I'm very grateful for my Sibian. I have to say, um, I've learned a lot. I thought that I couldn't learn more about my body. And the Sibian, you you ride it. It's a unique mountable design, okay? It's a toy. It's like you're, I mean, it's more than a toy. <laughs> it's, it plugs into the wall. It's very powerful. And it's kind of like you ride it like you do during cowgirl position. And the cool thing about the Sibian is that each woman has a power to customize her own experience. Every time she uses it, it makes it work for her. You can use it alone or with a partner. And, you know, one of the top questions I get asked is, how do I have an orgasm with my partner? And... Actually, if you can learn on the Sibian, you can train your body how to have orgasms with a partner. There's 11 attachments that come with it. You can get an insertable one that looks like a penis, a finger. You can get clitoral ones that stimulate your clitoris, your labia in different ways. Um, And again, if you have repeated rides on the Sibian, you train your body to orgasm. And because of the unique design, you learn how to orgasm with it. You have sex with your partner. You know exactly how to move. And it's just fun. It's like foreplay. My guy, he like, what we like, it's one of our things. We're like, should we do the Sibian? Because it's, it comes, mine came in this, you can order this as well with it. It's a little ottoman. Check out my Instagram, Sex with Emily. You can see it. It fits in. It's like an ottoman. People sit on it. They don't even know they're sitting on my Sibian. So we just pull it out and we use it. And he watches me on it, and it's hot, and I don't know. I feel like I should be – I'm going to have to come back, Anderson, and tell specific stories about this, about how hot it is. Like, I'm going to tell people about what I've done on this, Sibian. Mm -hmm. What? You don't believe me? I feel like it's kind of graphic, and I don't really get into it, but let me just say this. It is a game changer. Uh, I went to a swinger party with this guy I'm dating, and that was the game changer, too. That was a little foreplay. This is a whole other worldly experience. So – Check it out. Check out the Sibian website if you don't know what I'm talking about. If you don't get it, one woman emailed them and they said that she's been married for 17 years and she never had an orgasm. And riding the Sibian her very first time, she had an orgasm. So even if you're orgasmic, you can learn a million different ways to experience pleasure. So check it out. It's a great investment. It will change your sex life. I'm telling you, it is a uh, been around for 30 years. Can't be wrong. Check it out at Sibian.com, S-Y-B-I-N. Use code EMILY75 and you get $75 off your first order. Check out the Sibian. Change your life. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. We can check out everything going on there, all of our blogs, our videos. We've got killer videos. You can also find them on our YouTube channel, Sex with Emily, and Twitter is Sex with Emily, and Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily. You all love my Facebook page. I've gotten so many likes. People really like me, Anderson. Y'all they like love, me. They really like me. Y'all love them. They do. It feels good. So like that. Do this. Do that. Check it out. I love you all. 
I'm grateful for you all. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Ah, oh, gobble, except for the Turks. The Turks didn't do too well. No? Turkeys. The Turks, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Do you, are you a vegetarian? No, no, I'm not. I know you're just an animal lover. I do have a little sister who uh, was a vegetarian for a while. I remember like we were all having Thanksgiving dinner, and she's like, we should be burying the remains. This is disgusting. It was very upsetting. And then later that night, uh, I went downstairs <laughs> a little drunk, like three in the morning. I went downstairs to get myself a little turkey. And there's a light on in the kitchen. She was she's a probably twelve year old girl. She's crouching down, her mouth filled with turkey. That's the best story ever. Do you tell that every year at Thanksgiving? She does not like that story. Yeah, but I've told that story a few times. That's a great story. I appreciate it. Um, I thought that um, we could talk about. I'd like to talk about some things that I'm grateful for. The your Sibian. Well, that's on the my G list. G spot orgasms. Right? Did you look at my list? <laughs> it's a little more robust than that, a little more diverse. It's mm. not just sex, I'll have you know. Um, but I'm thankful for you. Aw. I am. Thanks, Dude, we Sam. didn't know that this would be such a such great chemistry and a match made in heaven. It was kind of like, I don't even remember how it happened that you, we started doing this together like two years ago. That sounds like like we're together or something. Like, I don't no, remember how we met and started how banging. How did we meet? How did we start banging? You know, but really, like I know we're doing Loveline and then... I don't know. Yeah, like awesome. you're doing Loveline, and uh, I, I immediately liked you. I've worked with so many people in this business, uh, you know, on both sides of the mic. All sorts of personalities. A lot of uh, personality defects, people with personality, um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, disorders. Disorders, yeah. Personality, like straight up personality. Disor- narcissism. Narcissism, right? yeah. Addiction. And uh, I got to say, you're one of my top three people I've ever worked with. Oh. Maybe top two. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, see that, it feels even better coming from you because I know, I see your disdain for most people who oh, cross most your people. path. Most, there's so much dead weight out there. Em. Especially when people start talking to a mic and they think they're important and they matter. It's like, they, then they get all carried away. I can tell an asshole, uh, I'm sorry to use that language. Yes, I don't but, care. Uh, when people leave their trash, when they're done with their little radio program or, or broadcasting, when people leave like cups of water, I know they I'm do like, that oh, in radio. You think you're a special person? There's a trash right there. I, they do. I, I hear you. And I I've actually it's... seen people who come into the business and like they're very nice. They clean up after themselves, and after like a few months, they get comfortable, and then they, they start because because you know why the people before them we come in here the people leave the trash. Mm-hmm. I would never leave trash. Right, you never would. See, see, that's, that's why you like me. Was it because the first day I put my cup away? Yeah, you threw your cup away. But you probably because the thing about you too, so you set up probably thinking. Not not to like people. So when oh, yeah, actually, I default to hate. Right, you default yeah. to hate. I yeah. default, see, my problem is I default to like. Mm, and so it takes me a while to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just assume like the best night, and I trust too much. Right. I mean, I've learned a lot in this business not to, but I yeah. still do. But um, so one of the things I'm thankful for is that um, I just want, is, is and grateful for is meditation. Ooh. I'm not going to get all like spiritual. This isn't like spiritual spirituality with Emily, although that's another one I could do. But for years, like 20 years ago, I went backpacking through Thailand, right? And I did this 10-day silent meditation retreat, and I learned Vipassana meditation. Shocking. 10 days. What? You're not talking for 10 days. No, I did it three times. <laughs> and a but month finally of no this talking. year, I've been, no, really. I've been, that's why I think I started this, because I was like, I have to get it all out. Um, but I realized- You were by that, yourself, though, right? Yeah. You wasted it on a boyfriend. What do you mean? Like, I'm sure like your boyfriend might enjoy a little silence. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. <laughs> I know. You should have heard the show. It's so funny, you guys. If you want to check out Guess Who's Having Sex with Emily, uh-huh. um, a podcast I did a few months ago, he, uh, it's funny because Menace asked him the first thing he said was, how do you put up with the talking? Yeah. There's no volume on you. There's like, you no can't volume. just turn you down. It's true. I mean, I'm actually. No, what you say is great. I'm just messing I'm with you. I'm trying to anyway. talk a lot. Okay, so so gratitude. Okay, so gratitude is a very important part of meditation, too. So I do a meditation twice a day. 
at least twice. I try to do it twice a day. I definitely do it once a day. But afterwards, I always do like five things I'm grateful for, like the last minute, right? And studies actually show that when you, every day, if you just, if it's like grateful that you got a cup of coffee this morning or you're grateful that your alarm went off, it doesn't matter. It can be little things. It can be big things. But there have been numerous studies that show that people who actually take note of what they're grateful for are happier, have better physical health and all that stuff. So I'm just... I'm just going to encourage you all in the new year to start doing that. When Take, you go to inventory. Bed night. Take, Take inventory. Take inventory of the things, you know. It reduces stress, you know, all that stuff. So I'm thankful for um, for the real – okay, so I've been in L.A. now for three years. Mm. November 1st was three years. Wow. And I know. And I'm grateful that I was able to stay and make a living because I moved here and it was, it was un- unclear. I did not have – any savings. I barely had anything, to be honest. You're and like um, that immigrant story. I came I in here with $10 story. in my pocket. No, seriously. It, it wasn't. I mean, I was in San Francisco for years doing the show, but it just, LA was a great move. And I'm grateful for the friends I've made and the loyal, very loyal support system. Not easy to do in this town. No, it's not. And I'm telling you, like, I left, I have, like, my, my posse my, in San Francisco, right. but it takes a while to make the, to meet the really good people. Your Castro cronies. Castro cronies? Right. They're not in the Castro, in San Francisco? Yeah. I mean, Castro, some... Castro district. I, I live near there, yeah. 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 And they're your cronies. Yeah. Come on, are. give me the alliteration. No, I got it. Castro I do. I will. You but will I wasn't from now, Castro. moving forward, all of your San Francisco friends are Castro cronies. Yeah, but Castro, yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll go with that. Just go with it. Um, and so also, also, I'm grateful for so my friend, my new friends and my old friends and my family is awesome. I was just home with my, for my niece's bat mitzvah. Mm. Um, I'm grateful for my was team. Was that fun? I haven't seen you since oh then. Oh my God, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. My niece had a bat mitzvah. Coachella. Did she get drunk? She's 13. At Coachella? Well, no. Her name's Ella. Uh-huh. And the theme, kids today have themes. Right. It was Coachella. So she was like a coach. So they created, my sister-in-law is like an amazing party thrower in right. the event. It was at the this casino in Detroit where it's called. It, oh, she's called, only 13, I thought. No, but it was, they rent out this casino. place called the Sound Space or something, uh-huh. and it's where they throw concerts, like huge concerts. And my sister-in-law, cre- it looked like you were at Coachella. There was grass and teepees and tents and right. face painting and, and music. Like we danced, like it was crazy dance party. There? 300. Wow. 150 kids, 200 kids maybe, 100 she, adults. She did pretty well that night. Oh my God, I was with her opening. And she didn't get drunk. 13? Yeah, but is it, what, what is it significant of the the bat mitzvah? The, of becoming an adult. Yeah, like well 13. there you go. But you're not like becoming drink a drunk adult. No, I don't, I mean, I maybe some of the kids were drinking. I always, you know what I was thinking? I've heard all these stories that now kids that give blowjobs at bat mitzvah, like the girls. Oh, really? Bar- yeah, there's been all these studies. You just made bat mitzvah uh, sexy for the first time ever. I know, I'm terrible to say, but I remember hearing this. And I'm like, oh my God, I never would have done that when I went to bat mitzvahs. But I kept looking around going like who, I wonder if anyone was like in the TV giving a blowjob, <laughs> which I really hope didn't happen. Um, I and took they- some great video, but then I smashed my iPhone on the floor. What? And lost you it were drunk. I was buzzed. What were you drinking? Manischewitz? No, I was drinking um, dirty martinis, uh-huh. which is I save that for special occasions. Those but my family's good. awesome. Yeah, so I'm grateful for them. I love your mom, dude. Isn't she awesome? And, her, and your stepdad's fantastic. Too. I know she was. And I guess all her friends. I went with her to the gym. They were like, "We listen to the show. Oh, we listen no. to Sibia, the Sibian. The That's so funny." And <laughs> yeah, they listen. And they they were. My mom said she listened too. I didn't even know she knew how to listen to. Well, pop. she probably listened to the episode she was on. She did. Yeah. I think that was the first one she's ever right. listened to. So that was a good moment. And I'm really thankful for my team. I have a great sex with Emily team, and I have to say, after ten years, I'm, I, I mean, I just finally, it's kind of like I guess what it feels like when you find the one. Uh-huh. You know, you probably felt that when you decided to marry your wife. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about uh, team up with Mike Carano and Tyler White. On no, the but I mean, disaster. like that's because to me, I was never like oriented towards that. I was like, I want to make 
like this business that I love, like make it into a business. At first, it was a hobby, and I have just such great people that work for me. It just and fits and it's right, and you it feel fits and confident it's right, and comfortable. And they put up with me too. Right. And I, you know, hey, I wouldn't. I'm I'm not always so easy. I'm nice, but you know, tracking me down, it's like it's like a yeah. you know, you're a little bit haywire, spin it out, the lady D, you yeah. know. So I love them, and um, I have to say that, like, you know, my career that I was able to to do something that I love, and I'm thankful for my listeners, and make it and like pay my rent with it. And my mom just stopped asking me what my plan B was about two years ago. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for my sex toys, and this year I have to say that my Sibian and my In Control, the Intensity, the Kegel Exerciser, mm-hmm. are the two things. Because every year I truly like, you know, practice what I preach. I try to to learn new things sexually and try to grow my sexual repertoire and those two things really help me um i'm thankful for my little mini cooper that could because it's really old and it keeps dying but keeps coming back to life just to remind the listener this is a thanksgiving recap that emily's doing she hasn't lost her mind um i'm thankful for avocados because i've learned to really like them this year and put them in my smoothies and i'm thankful for my blender and my smoothies. smoothies they're so good really and um yeah i could go on and on but that's what i'm thankful for so So let me ask you a quick question about the old uh Meditation. I'm thankful for gay marriage in 2015 too. All right, that's not Obviously, you're thankful for gay marriage. I mean, I am. It's well, a bit, I'm trying to think of sexually what happened you're, this year too. You're thankful for people who didn't get murdered. Well, I mean, I could go all deep on you, but I just wanted to know what you know. I'm thankful for my deep. listeners mostly because you all make me do this. So thank you. Get deep. I don't want to keep you shallow. No, I want to keep. Go- I, I like to be shallow. It's a more comfortable place. Okay. <laughs> the other thing I'm thankful for. Uh. Is my 10-year anniversary show at the Improv, and Ooh. I think I'm thankful for it, but I'm nervous. It's December 6th, 6th. Yes, I at 7.30 p.m. Anderson's going to be there. On my calendar. Madness yes. will be there. Dr. Mm-hmm. Drew will be there. He's mm-hmm. going to be doing a little segment answering Q&A. It's going to be a friggin' awesome show. We've got fun. the most hilarious, like, retrospective video of everything from the beginning till now. We've got funny, like, 10 years ago, what was happening dating now. Yeah. Like 10 years ago in sex. Before, nobody, like, uh, sex porn. apps. And... Well, do you know that nobody 10 years ago was saying to me, like, not one email. I get hundreds of emails a day. Nobody said to me, why do girls want to be choked? Why do girls want to be spit on? Like, like porn has changed a lot. They weren't asking that. Oh, really? But they were still um, getting choked back then. Yeah, but they weren't talking about it. They weren't asking. They weren't asking about anal sex as much. And right. 10 years ago, people were not dating. People were not dating. People were not talking about dating online. They'd rather they'd rather admit to, like, kicking small animals than they would. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Than they talk about dating online. I went to a friend's wedding in 2007. She met him on match. Her Taboo. guy. Yeah. She said to me, "Don't tell anybody right. at the wedding." Like nobody knew that they. And now met. it's the norm. No, it's like if you don't yeah. get in line, you're insane. Mm-hmm. So it's that, and we're gonna have giveaways, and we've got food for everybody. Melrose, Melrose bucks. Improv, the uh, the famous Hollywood Improv. It's it, gonna be a really fun. It's time. gonna be fun, and tickets are gonna sell out. So do it now. 15, How much? Fifteen bucks. Sound like and you said fifty bucks. It's 15. Oh, one five people. Yeah, one five. Hollywood. Melrose, go to my website. Click on the banner, Hollywood Improv, the banner. They got a to go bar there. there. They got good food there. Oh my God, it's going to be so time. fun. Yeah. And um, email me feedback at sexwithelmy.com. Also, if you've any, I want to know what your favorite moment of the Sex Let Me show is, what you've learned, anything, and I'll read it while we're there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Okay, one more thing I have to mention. Then we're going to get into sex. The day after, two days after, I'm doing another live thing. Oh, wow. Look at Hustler you. Hollywood. And this is naughtier, nice, sexy holiday advice. So I love my Hustler Hollywood workshops. Uh-huh. It's at 730 December, Tuesday, December 8th. Mm-hmm. Email me RSVP at sexwithelmy.com, which is a new email address. Ooh, look at that. Uh, we've got a lot happening. We're really technically What's RSVP excited. stand for? I don't know. Um, so Are you going to dress like a sexy elf? Oh, my God. Yes. That's a great idea. Yes. Dude, that's a great idea. Santa's little... 
I, Naughty I, helper? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to dress as an elf if you all show up, but I'm also going to help you. We're going to you know answer what? your questions. Why? You should dress up like an elf for the uh, the 10-year the anniversary show. Really? It's, it's around the uh, Do you holidays. want to know something really funny about hmm. dressing up as an elf? When I moved to San Francisco, yeah. when I was 22, I had no... I was worked in politics, so right. I was an intern, right. and I was volunteering for Barbara Boxer mm-hmm. during the day yes. for months. I had no money, no job. So at night... Or on the weekends, I took whatever, I catered, I waitressed, a cocktail waitress. But like one time, I got a job mm-hmm. dressing like an elf for <laughs> Toys for Tots <laughs> because I look, I'm small N- enough. Not a sexy. Elf. And it was not sexy. No. And I took it. Put I the ears on? What? Did you have Everything. like pointy ears? I had, an, really? I, I had to go, I had to be an elf. <laughs> I want to see. And they were paying me like 25 bucks maybe for the day. Uh-huh. And I um did it. And I dressed as, I, I did crazy shit. You still got that costume or someone? No, I had to, they, they gave it to me for the day. Right. But I was an elf for Toys for Tots. You do shit when you're desperate, when you yeah. want to like make it, make a living. And once you've made it, you also dress like an elf at Hustler. <laughs> exactly. At least at Hustler. I'm going to bring it back. But the best thing is, um oh, email me the number one sex question you want to get answered. Come to the workshop. And then also... We're going to like, I'm going to help you pick some sexy gifts. So Hustler has everything. And I figure like, like you're all like, oh, should I get a massage? We did it. What you get? Get something to improve your sex life. And if you're single, like do that as well. Like get a new vibrator, get a new toy, get some, you know, watch some sexy porn, get yourself whatever. It's not like you even like spend a lot. But I think that you should always get yourself something sexy because sex is where it's at. And sex improves all of our sex lives. Sex improves our lives. The more sex you have, whether it's self-love or with a partner, we're happier people. Serotonin. Like Emily said, no one's ever had sex, uh, consenting sex afterwards and said, ah, I wish I didn't do that. Right. Just like the gym. Yeah. You're never like, oh, why'd I go to the gym? Why'd I go to the gym? Yeah. Have you ever thought that? That's no. what I that's how I get myself to the gym mm-hmm. or do something. I'm like, I'm not gonna regret this. Right. You're not gonna regret it. Like, oh, go it a might suck going to the gym, it might suck being at the gym, but it's not gonna suck when you're done. Hardest part is getting your shoes on. Same way, same with sex. With sex, the hardest part is what? Getting your penis in. Getting your penis in. Or getting your vagina um moist. <sighs> All right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you want to hear about a happy ending? Sex in the news, yes. Okay. A masseuse, I, I mean, if anyone wants to know more about it, email me feedback at sexthatme.com because I'm happy to talk about meditation more. very interesting. You it's think so? Not, it's not as sexy as some of the listeners might like. But it will improve your sex life. because the reason why inside of you? People don't have sex because there's one of the reasons is because they're so freaking stressed out. Right. And I guarantee, I'll teach you after how to meditate. Real quick. All right, I, I try to go to the gym at least a half hour every day. When I'm there, I'm listening to podcasts, a, a certain podcast, and I go into a different place. Like, I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about stressful things. I'm just kind of at the gym, listening to this Doesn't podcast. Count. I'm Drew meditating. said the same thing to me. I tried to get, I have like meditation. Like, gym is meditation. It's not. Yeah, it's like meditation. You need to me. be doing nothing yeah. at all and have your mind of no thoughts, nothing coming breathing. in. You just have to breathe. I think I'd freak out if I started breathing. Like, I don't think I can That's breathe. I think I'm sort of breath. I can do it. Everyone can do it. Good point. I never stop talking. It's a very strong point. I came out of the womb talking. Okay, masseuse denied a client a happy ending, so he took matters into his own hands. Uh-huh. This was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Embarrassing. After being denied a happy ending at a South Carolina massage business, an aggrieved customer took matters into his own hands, according to cops who are searching for the sexual exposure subst- uh, suspect. As detailed in the police report, the suspect received a $68 massage and a $20 table shower Saturday evening at a massage place in Myrtle Beach. At the conclusion... Of the treatment, he asked the masseuse for a happy ending. The employee was unsure of what that meant, so the suspect made a stroking, masturbating motion with his hands near his genital area. When a happy ending was not forthcoming, the man got upset, put his clothes on, walked into the lobby of the massage massage business, sat on the bench, pulled his penis out, uh-huh. and began masturbating in front of the masseuse. 
Were there other people there in the waiting room? Um, the man demanded that the victim looked at him while he was conducting the sexual act and stated that he wanted a happy ending. The suspect did not pay for his massage, nor did he tip, I assume. Mm-hmm. And then he left. And they couldn't catch him. And they got his plates and stuff. So I don't understand why no- people weren't calling the police, how they can't catch him. They have his like, identification. He's like 40, 50 years old, suspect, blah, blah, blah. How could you not find this guy? And, and they have his license plate. How could you not find like a Thai masseuse place? Well, I don't know. But this is a Thai place. It was called, oh, Thai- it was? It was called Tai Chi Massage. So oh. he probably got confused. <laughs> Shouldn't you use Yelp it or something? No, Yelp probably doesn't review those. But I think they have something. Actually, they have a, um, oh, there's a, there's a website. Something about rub and tugs or something. I'm sure. It's a website where they give like all the, the reviews and whatnot. I'll we talked like about it on Fet Left, Fet Life probably does that too. And then what's the other one? Adult Friend Finder. Probably. I'm, I'm not encouraging it, people. No. Like, why do you want to do that? Uh, yeah. But that's the equivalent of like, you know, waiting for your food and not getting it, going back into the kitchen and just like cooking your own food and then eating it and not paying for it. Exactly. It's pretty, pretty ballsy of that pretty sex ballsy. offender. It is a sex offender. I don't like um, it. But guys are into that. I had a boyfriend in. Um, when I was 25, that I dated for a while, and he got a happy ending from his masseuse that he actually, and I, I heard it on his um, voicemail. Okay. She left a message, and I figured it out, and he admitted it, and I was so upset. Wait a minute. How did you find out about it? Because I had the code to his voicemail to listen to and it. And there was a masseuse <laughs> talking about, hey. Yeah, well. I, I enjoyed giving you a happy ending. Well, they were like, it was someone he saw regularly, so it wasn't like uh, in a sketchy place, uh-huh. but I knew they hooked up, and. And it was pretty sketchy. Wait, so she was like a, almost like a, like a friend. like a, He was like a client well, and like a regular. Guess, yeah, and she regularly jacked him off. And was this like in an upscale place? No, it was like she came to his, he went to her house. Oh, yeah, one of those, like classic. I just remembered this flash. He also was the one, he cheated on me and I cheated on him. It was a really great relationship. Sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds like mid-20s to me. But I have, yeah. Um, I found the list. He made a list of everyone he slept with and I wasn't the last person on the list. You, you weren't it was sequential. On, yeah. I was on it, but there was I three remember names that after story, me. Yeah. yeah. Same guy. Bad time. No, but can I tell you something? Mm. Had the best sex. Like, he opened me up sexually. So I actually have to, I have to thank him. I wish if I could say his name, I would. How many people were on the list? A lot. Uh, you know what? You should be thankful. We were probably that... 26, maybe. I mean, we were 26 years old. He was. And maybe there was 40. Oh, that's not that many. Five. At 26? Uh, yeah. That's not a lot. You should be thankful that it wasn't like a, a rank. Like, he wasn't ranking. Because then you'd be like the third worst. You know what I mean? Instead, you were just the <laughs> no, third. No, I knew because one last. was like his boss. I'm yeah. like, when did you fuck your boss? In China? They in China. They went to China. You fucked your boss. I'm shocked. Good times. Yeah. Okay. That's a good story. Okay. But uh, before we get back to that story where I've learned a lot, I'm going to tell you something that's really important right now. Are you? You don't sound so confident that you're going to tell me that immediately. I'm going to tell you about um, the uh, Vibratex flashlight, the uh, Vibratex and the flashlight, because I don't know if I mentioned that I am thankful for my magic wand every day. Um like I said, I'm most grateful for it. I'm grateful because it does give you mind-blowing orgasms. And the magic wand is rechargeable this year. That's something else I'm thankful for. It is not plugged into my wall anymore. It doesn't have to be. I charge it. I, I literally have had it for a year. I've probably charged it three times. And you know how much I use it. I don't know. but I And it. it's been around for 30 years. It provides powerful, penetrating vibrations. And it's totally liberated from your bedroom wall. And you can take your wand anywhere. Now, because it's not plugged into the wall, and it's every bit as strong as the original, as a few other tricks up its sleeve, has four brand new vibration patterns, four levels of intensity. The other one was like on off, and I've tried them all out, and they're amazing. And in fact, I used to just do the on. I used to just think I was an on off girl because now vibrators, Anderson, you don't know this because I don't think that you use them, but a lot of them have these like. Mm, 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 like mm, 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 
Mm, like, mm, I've heard them, yes. Mm, but I would just go, mm, but now I do. <laughs> just like that, right? Yeah, but now yeah. I, with the magic wand rechargeable, I like the different, <laughs> yeah, I like the like up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> Yes, I've learned to love. <laughs> you have so many goddamn skills. Why didn't you tell me I you could do a vibrator? Dude, I don't talk anymore. Why yeah. didn't you tell me you could do that? Right. Um, you guys, if you don't have this one yet, this is like a staple, okay? So go get it. It's a great holiday gift. I'm telling you, this is exactly what she or he wants. MagicWandRechargeable.com. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Harry met Sally. Right. Good call. Thank you. Yeah. I know. You know, I know movies. You know all your orgasms in movies. I do. But that's mm-hmm. about the only one. I think I should do another one. I do okay. another what? Movie about, oh, I did do a porn. What? Do you know that I, I shot don't... a porn? Yeah, I know that. And it was nominated for an award, 18 awards. Like best Ex- anal, no, no, best no. cock, I didn't even, sock. can I be honest? I'm sorry. The X-Biz Awards so in January. I'm grateful for this. I just got nominated to be for Sexpert of the Year. Sexpert. But along with that, I got nominated for my role in this movie <laughs> but as a non- porn star mm-hmm. i got i got, you like a nurse or something or like a doctor no it was myself you're yourself yeah it's called marriage 2.0 it's what? really good it's won all these awards uh-huh. and i haven't talked about it much because right. i'm busy but i who are you up against i don't even know do you know that madison told me <laughs> madison my producer she was like oh you because i just got nominated mm. for this expert thing just you also got nominated for marriage 2.0 which i have like a two minute three minute scene and i don't even are you like standing honest, over a couple I, having I, sex I and like critiquing it. them um I'm helping a couple open up their relationship. Were you acting a surrogate? I was like not a, a surrogate. I didn't, surrogate. I didn't no. sleep with anybody. I had my full-on clothes on. Okay, full-on clothes on. That's not a sentence. Um, another great gift is the flashlight. Mm-hmm. And now they have the quick shot, which is a mini flashlight right. that you put up and down. That you can, it's great for, it's your, it's your like, you know, hamburger helper. It's like your handy helper for a hand job. Right. It's, it sounds like it's good for long flights. It's good for long flights. It's good for giving blowjobs or hand jobs. And it has, it's open-ended, so you can just... Come uh, wherever you want. Do you have a... That's fairly good. So the flashlight, if you don't know, it's a male masturbation sleeve. You can also get the stamina training unit. They've got hundreds of flashlights to treat to, to choose from. The flashlight Go is more compact. Um, the quick shot, it's open, like I said, it open-ended, and it's freaking awesome. It takes hand jobs and blowjobs to the next level. So check it out, sexwithemily.com. Click on the flashlight banner and use coupon code EMILY. And you get a free bottle of their award-winning flesh lube. It's just like flashlight, but it's flesh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Good, Anderson. That's a good. Because you know, a lot of times people hear words and they don't really connect. And I sometimes you know? talk. Am I? T- I feel no, like I'm talking. You're doing fine. You're not talking. No, too but fast. I, I, I sometimes do. Yeah, you sometimes do. You're not tonight. Do you know that Madison in in, in my notes for the show she writes slow down in big red yes. like every few pages. Yes. But I'm not looking. I don't look. You're at thankful it. for that. I'm thankful for Madison. Yeah. I'm going to say to Madison, Alyssa, uh-huh. and Lori, uh-huh. and intern Jamie. And intern Jamie. And you. And me. Okay. Not, so, not Menace, though. You hear menace that, Menace? Too. Not Menace. I'm thankful you for Menace. You weren't on that list. Hey, real quick. Go. Uh, happy ending. That was uh, actually the ending of one of my short films, if you recall. Remember that? Yes, he I do. He went into a, a massage parlor, and uh, he got an unwarranted, unrequested uh, happy ending, and yeah. he was a Mormon, so it upset him greatly. I remember that. I love your that movies. Sh- the name of that short is Mormon. Can people find it? No, because it's in festivals. It's being submitted all over the place. Excuse me. Look at your banner year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you thankful for? One thing. Um, I'm thankful for learning about a new show uh, recently called Billy on the Streets. Billy Eichner. I love him. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a TV show? Yes. It's on True TV. I don't have a TV. Billy Eichner. 
Billy on the Streets. It's fucking phenomenal. That's all I have to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. I'll check that out next. <laughs> it's, it's great. It really is I'll, great. I'll, I'll watch that after I watch like Sopranos. You need to get Billy Eichner on the show. I haven't watched TV in 20 years, but I totally will. Yeah, let's do that. Um, okay. Um, people, more sex in the news. Which one do I want to do? Because I want to get to some emails. But um, One more sex in the news. Come on. I'm just trying to think which one you would like the best. Um, there's one about people are more terrified of sex than of car accidents. What? And you're more likely to get into a car accident than you are While to having get. Sex. Well, yeah. Yeah. Then uh, contracting like uh, really a, yeah uh, HIV. So here's the thing: um, a fascinating study <laughs> by Terry Conley at the University of Michigan, my alma mater. So you know it was a good study. Mm-hmm. Shows that the stigmatization of STIs has resulted in people being disproportionately terrified of having unprotected sex. Apparently, we think we have a 7.1 percent chance of dying dying from one unprotected sexual encounter compared with a 0.4 chance of dying in a car accident. Who are these neurotic people that are I don't know. They're probably students at my school. I was a neurotic student. Uh, That's roughly (laughs) 17 times as high according to Atlantic. Um, In reality, that perception couldn't be more backwards. You're actually 20 times more likely to die from the car, from a car trip, than from HIV contracted during an act of unprotected sex according to stats from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. So we're really worried about I'm not saying you should be worried. You're not going to die. Like people are worried of dying from sex. Right. You might get an STI. What if you got like Magic Johnson in your backseat and it's Charlie Sheen? What about Charlie Sheen, dude? What about that? And you get a horrible car accident where all of you guys are like cut up and bleeding on each other. Then you're fucked because then you're in the car wreck with the Oh my God, and the blood. That'd be bad. I'm not going to get into a car with Charlie Sheen, but how crazy is that? Magic Johnson in the backseat. Yeah, the whole thing. But now, I mean, that's not a thing. Well, I'm not going to get into that. Um, That's that's a shocking study. But here's the thing. Parents are excited about kids getting their driver's license and do not regularly forbid their child from driving, but um, they know that there's risks. But then they are, um, let's be clear, consummating Tinder dates without the aid of condoms is never a good idea. But stigmatization of behavior doesn't stop that behavior from happening. So along with the rise of hookup apps, the rates, hookup apps, the rates of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis are escalating and fast. Yeah, that's what I said. Super A's is on its way because of all these freaking apps that these People kids get to use. People use freaking condoms. They get to use them. They're all enjoying themselves and they get to do this. And But they don't use condoms. I'm... Married why don't they? And old now. Why do I don't understand like why you wouldn't use protection with somebody you don't know? Because it just doesn't. It's not nearly as good. Is it because people are just buzzed and they don't think it's sexy? They're or? Buzzed or they're like so desperate and they can't believe it's actually happening and they're just like, I don't care. I'm all in. Like in that moment, it's like yeah. that impulse. They have no impulse control. Or like they just they don't feel like they can pull it off and be cool. Or they're, they're nervous. I don't. know. I'm speaking. Practice, if you can't, if you're not comfortable, very... then next time you masturbate, like practice putting on ten condoms. Like how they're I masturbate. Expensive. Well, yeah. That's true. You're Get some away cheap ones that you're not going to use. Yeah, I have December so many show? skin. Do you know that I? Yes, I'm so glad you said that. Mm. Skin S K Y N, my favorite condoms. They have these special Movember condoms that Mo- are so cute. They, they come with little mustaches. Did I give you one? Like a, no, I just know what Movember is. And... Well, but they don't. The, but the condoms they come with mustaches in the package. I'm giving away so many things Wait, at the they're show. In the package? Yeah. Do you, you put, put it on it, your wiener? No, you put on your butt. You can stick a little mustache. Wait a minute. You take the mustache from the condom and then put it on your face? Well, like maybe after, just to like if you want to make her laugh or something. Him, if you're gay. What if you forget and you put it inside her and then she has a mustache on her cervix? No, 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 it's not like that. Okay. But I will give those away. Another thing is all of my t-shirts there for sale. You guys just have to come. If you if you've been listening, it's gonna be it's not it's gonna be, be a, a night to remember. I fight because it's like I'm taking it the most uh, it's like the, the thing I'm the most excited about taking it the most because yeah, she does these seriously. hustler Hollywood things all the time and keynote speaker. This, this is about Emily. This is about uh celebrating ten you years. in ten years. I mean, this is all about the show. This is the one. 
If you've always wanted to see Emily and you haven't tra- you know, figured out which one to go to, this is the one. Yeah, and I'm going to hang. Like, the thing is, I'm not, like, a coming in the back door. I'm not going to be like, like oh, my God, I can't believe couple, you're my fan. I, I never get to meet fans that often. It's like, I'm going to get drunk with you all. We're going to wasted. We're going to do shots. She's going to pick three of you to take into the green room after. I should have some sex with it. I've never had sex with a listener. Yeah, should well, I auction off that? You should auction it off. No, you should just put it like uh, you throw it out at the audience. Like just put it on a piece of paper, and whoever gets this piece of paper and bundle it up, just crumple it up, and then just chuck it out and watch them fight. And whoever the... gets it, I have sex yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, at the merry weddings where they throw the bouquet. I might throw out some like little mini vibrators or something or a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay, but not a sex card. I don't know. That would just like a change my whole card. brand. Yeah, <laughs> paper airplane. It. Um. Okay. Actually. <laughs> We have an email here about massage parlors. Oh, look at that. Which I was going to tie in, but... Mormon. Emily, I love your... Po- oh, thanks for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I'm grateful for all your emails. Theme. Theme through the show. Grateful. Uh, hey, Emily. I love your podcast and everyone involved in it. Question. That means you, Anderson. Mm-hmm. Is going to an erotic massage par- parlor illegal? I saw a few online that are located in New York. I'm very interested in going as long as they're legit... But I'm not sure if it's illegal. <laughs> a legit sex parlors? Can we go? Can I, okay, I'm not going to say. I don't want to get into any type of serious trouble. I just want to have a good time. By the way, my name is Robert. I'm 24. I'm from New Jersey. Stay being awesome. Ray. Okay. Here's the deal, Ray. I'm sorry, but they are illegal. illegal. Massage par- parlors are illegal. No, no. Massage parlors are illegal. Beating off oh, erotic your massage. Yeah, happy at the erotic end. massage parlors are illegal. But I think it's pretty much expected. It's like in a prostitution. Lot of it's like it's like only in parts of uh, Las Vegas, right? In Nevada, okay, is it legal? And so, yes, it is illegal. Um, it's solicitation, basically the same as picking up a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And there's been a huge rise in these not so secret parlors lately. Um, there's a- I'm not even gonna talk about this. There's apps, rub maps. I'm, not, I'm like I'm not gonna talk Rob, about. It. I say it. Do you oh. ever do that? Do you ever like I'm not gonna say this and then you say it? Oh, always. Every week. On I one of my know. Shows. I, right. I yeah. just said, I'm not going to even encourage this. Rob Maps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just because people are, are like talking about them online doesn't make them any less illegal and you should just avoid them completely. But I want to know, like, what do you think it is that, that makes you so interested in it, Ray? Is it taboo? Are you not, you know, is it something like you're not having a lot of sex right now? Is it because it's forbidden? Is it the idea of you just pay and they leave kind of thing? Like why people like prostitutes, you pay them to leave. Um, you know? I want to know. He's is it possible to recreate? Can you get this fantasy another way? He's got some energy into this thing. He's what like, do you was... think? Does that ever interest you? I mean, there's guys I know who are like, yes, I would I do it. And yes, I wouldn't. Try because I have a very messed up back. I got a bunch of metal in my back and whatnot. And I've been trying to be better and trying to get massages at least once a month uh, for my back to keep it loose and get... it's good for it. Right? My doctor's recommended it. And I uh, had advances at a number of these places where they're trying to like, you want extra? I'm like, no, I'm good. Really? And they're you know they're jostling a lot of jostling. Right, and they're well, trying wait, to get things going. You go to massage parlors that offer it to you. I used to, yeah. I, I used okay. to go to a bunch of different massage parlors. Uh, I was trying to find a good one where like I could trust it, but like most of them, like there was definitely they were trying to get in extra LA? tips. Yeah, where yeah. were you going? Like, like all over. The, I live in the valley too. Okay, but I would say the, the majority of these that aren't Burt Williams, the majority of these little like mom and pop uh, massage parlors, they're gonna try and uh, touch your wiener. Yeah, the majority. Really? And uh, But what if you don't want your real touch and you go up there and you say- I found a place? Yeah. yeah, I say no. And I swat their hand away. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. But then it's uncomfortable. And then I'm always worried. Like, what if it's, a, it's an attractive girl who's doing this? And then I do get, oh, no. So I was very concerned about all of this. And I found a place. 20 bucks an hour. $20. Where? Full in the... body in the valley. I should be telling my go? little story. Plug my em. little secret. No, I don't want to. It's already crowded. I got to call ahead now. I want to go 20, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 19 bucks. Like, I, I always tip them 15 
And uh, here's the best part. You walk in. It's a little bit shady because you walk in and it's just this like open giant. It's like an office building with like no cubicles. And no, they're not naked, but like, you know, there's a bunch of people getting massaged out in the open. So there's no concern of uh, them trying to massage. No, that's true. I got a great one at the air. A guy was jogging. So do they really like even at nice like places that you played like a normal amount for, they would still be like Like fifty bucks? Do you think it's because guys I'm just curious. I would think if I was a guy and I was getting a massage and I don't have a penis, which I so wish if there if I had magic powers, I would the one thing I would wish for is a penis for a day. Just to know. That's all I think. Um, but I want to know if I'm it, thankful for. If you're being rubbed down by a hot chick or even just a medium, like someone, just a chick in general. Usually they're not hot. Usually they're a little okay, older. Okay, but even if she's not hot, even if it's just a woman and you're a man, or it's someone, you're, yeah. if you're a man and there's another man, whatever you're attracted to, and they're rubbing your body all over, I could see you getting a boner mm. and getting turned on. And mm. I've heard that from a lot of guy friends, like, well, you're already turned on. So, I mean, they would say no. Or some guys are like, yeah, it's kind of, you just do it and you leave. It's like not a big deal. It's kind of just like you're so relaxed. You're right. turned on. They jack you up. And they're like, you know, it's, it, it is somewhat intimate. It is weird because they're like rubbing up on you and like, you know, they're touching you in other way, in ways that no one else does right. except for maybe your significant other or your if you're not with anyone down. at the time. Exactly. It's you're the only lonely. touching you're getting. Right. So, Ray, I would say I would spend this time. I know it looks fun, but maybe, you know, try it to find fun. someone. It looks, try, try to find someone else that you can give some erotic massage to. You use know what else sucks? Use a massage candle. It's like I was legitimately trying to get good massages from these places, right? And I could always, I, I got to the point where, like, I, I probably went to a dozen different ones before I found my community, like, out in the open one that I can trust. And I could tell, like, you know, like, I'm like, oh, they're just doing this because they want, they're waiting until they can get to my, my, my wiener because they're barely even massaging me. Like, they're real shitty massages. Really wow. bad. Like, I don't even know if they're licensed. Like, they didn't know what wow. they were doing. Well, you were not going, I've never had anyone. See, but I... I'll show you the place. Why don't they give women? I actually have a friend who's who's been married for a long time, and she's been asking me. Little did you? She wants to know if there's places for women to have happy endings. Because you know how many women would freak out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very secure. I just talked to a guy friend today who's been married for eight years. You know, he's in his forties, and he just had a conversation with his wife that he masturbates a lot, and she was like surprised. Yeah. Like people are still. They're two separate things. Sex and uh, completely two separate things for men and for women. We need it. Okay, struggling with boyfriend's high libido. Dear Emily, I adore you and I adore the show. I'm a 24-year-old girl living in Massachusetts, and I listen to your podcast on iTunes. My boyfriend and I have been in a serious relationship for over a year. Our sex has been amazing. Recently, he's been wanting to have sex nearly every day, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood. When I tell him not now, he gets really upset. I tell him it's nothing personal. I'm just not in the mood sometimes. But lately, he's been more resentful when I say no, and it makes me feel guilty. Like, I'm obligated to say yes to make him happy. We do have sex a few times a week, but to him, that's not enough. Is there something wrong with me? Do I need to try harder, or do I need to be telling him something different to make him understand? Please help. I don't want this to hurt our relationship. Thanks, Allie. Allie, there is nothing wrong with you at all. This is a very common a dilemma that couples have. It's the case of mismatched libidos. And typically, like, you know, a lot of times men... You know, I used to think when I started before I was... That it was always men who wanted more. But sometimes women want more. That's kind of what people believe. But it happens. And sometimes it switches throughout your relationship. But you should not feel guilty at all. You shouldn't have sex with any... You know, sex at any time if you don't want to. And so a lot of couples face this problem. And you just have to learn to compromise. So I don't... You're not doing anything wrong. You're actually having sex a few times a week, which is great. And I just don't like that he's making you feel bad and feeling guilty. But you have to remember that that 
when you say no to a guy or say no to a woman, if you're with a woman who gets upset when you don't have sex, we feel rejection. He feels rejection. He feels that he's not lovable. He feels that you don't desire it, like in some level, right? And he wants it. So it's like a child. And so <laughs> I, but I don't like that he's making, right? Don't you think when a girl turns on sex, you're like, you feel rejected? Yeah. Of course. I mean, it's, it's absolute and total rejection, but the guy's got to understand. He's got to understand. Yeah. And that's why you guys need to talk about it. You should not feel obligated to have sex with him. And it's not like you're with hoping, withholding sex from him for six months. You're having sex a few times a week. So this is why you need to have one of those outside the bedroom conversations when you're like having breakfast or going for a walk or something, you know. Romantic dinner. Road trip. Yeah. No. No. You don't want. You don't want to ruin. If you're yeah. finally made it to a romantic dinner, yeah, you don't want to talk about sex because it's probably going to happen anyway. Yeah, after. yeah, you're going to have sex. But at she, night. Allie, needs to understand too because it sounds like she's not really even sure why she's not in the mood when she's not in the mood. I guess you ladies don't really even know, right? Well, here's the thing: I just don't feel like it. Yeah, well, because I just don't you know, want to. because women are slow cookers, and men are frying pans. We Microwaves. can't. We can't go from zero to sixty. Men are turned on like that. Mm-hmm. Women, if we are stressed and we're not meditating, if we're worried about something, if we're just in the, we don't, we're not automatically turned on. We might be very attracted to you. You might walk in the door from work, but we're not thinking sex where guys are. So it's very like, we need the warm up. We need the foreplay. And so you need to talk to him about, it's true though. It's it's such a bummer. It's like, why were we created like this? With how was your day? Like that's foreplay. That's the beginning of foreplay. It's true. Guys, like, yeah. and, and Allie, I don't know My what you need, good. but it sounds like you're already having sex three times a week and you're, li- are they living together? I think she says they're living together too. So, um, they've been in a relationship for over a year. So what I'm saying is like three times a week is, is really good. And that, I mean, I don't want to ever say there's like a normal, but just ask him like what he, you guys need to talk about it. First of all, what is his ideal sexual routine? And then like, if he's like, I need it every single day. That's not logical. The thing about relationships are they all take compromise. So you might just have to say, you know, I'm not always in the mood. This would also say, like, you know, a few times a week feels good to me. And when you, you know, it makes me feel bad when you react like that. And he could also let you know how he's feeling. And perhaps this would be a great time to talk about what turns you on. I'm wondering if you guys have ever had a conversation about sex. I'm going to assume no, because most couples don't or have not. Or, you know, I think I think that I mean, I know that to be true. That most couples don't talk about sex in their relationship until there's a problem. So, you know, you just have to reassure him that you are really attracted to him. You love your sex life, but you don't need to have it every day to feel close to him. And I'm wondering if just cut, you know, for most guys, you know this, like if she just wants to cuddle. Yeah. Not enough. No. Like for me, like cuddle me, I'm fine Mm -hmm. if I, but women are different. So also, is there something sexually, you said your sex life amazing. But maybe there's times where you're like, I could be close, but I'm a little stressed out. Is there something he could do to get you in the mood? Do you need more oral sex? Do you want to watch porn? Do you need a, would you love him to give you a, a massage for 10 minutes? Because the truth is, massage can relax you. It's a gateway to, like we were just talking about. He can give you a happy ending. Um, so don't don't be afraid to talk about it. And um, know that, you know, reinforce that you love him and compromise because that's what sex is about. This and might not work. It. This might not work. But uh, you, you might want to consider getting him a flashlight as well. I know it's worked for your assistant. Uh, Madison. Madison. Madison got her boyfriend a flashlight, and they're the same age not, as you. When she's Wait, not in the mood, she just chucks the flashlight. Literally, out. and he's like, okay, I got to go. And now, I mean, her boyfriend is so awesome. I mean, we every day we're getting flashlights, so she's like, have him test. He tests them for us. So the thing is, 
it mixes up your masturbation routine. Get him a flashlight. Um, Madison, like, if she's going to bed early and she knows he's coming to bed after her, like, she'll put it on his pillow. Yep. She's like, here you go, honey. Have don't, a flashlight. Don't bother me. But don't feel guilt and don't back down, but talk about what your turn-ons are. And um, it's a great, here's the thing, it doesn't have to be limited to your sex life. The amount of times you have sex, it, you could also, again, use this as an opportunity to talk about your fantasies, what you want more of, what you need. I'm assuming that maybe you're not getting every, because there's so much more that we want, I think, sexually. Don't don't just stay in one static place. Sex should be expansive. So you should do it like all over the world? Yeah, I guess so. Um, one, one more uh, really email, and then I'm going to have to cut you down. Oh, so sorry. sorry, kid. I'm trying to see what you would be interested in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I like. Oh, how about pegging? Oh, let's do the pegging. Wasn't um, last year the year you were like uh, yelling in the streets? That's the year of pegging. It was the year of the pegging. This peg- is the year of the pegging. I think it was this year, actually. No, I think it was last year. Pegging is the new anal. Uh, when I started, I said anal is a new blowjob, but pegging is the new anal. So pegging is when you a male is anally penetrated by his female partner. Or by his male. Or male partner. Yeah. Exactly. But typically it comes up in like straight couples. It's not ever. a wiener. It's uh, actually like a, it's a, a strap on. Yeah. So she can wear a strap on. Okay, so here's the email. Excuse me if you've touched on this topic before. I've been having this fantasy about being effed with a strap-on by my wife. Our sex life is fairly vanilla. We don't do a lot of experimentation. I'm not really sure how she would take it. My immediate guess would be that she would be disgusted. How do I bring it up, if at all? Should I try to introduce tamer ideas at first, then gradually move on to that? Should I just come out and say it? Thanks, Bob. Okay, Bob. That's great. Yes. You want to be gradual. You do not want to be like, so pass the salt. Can you peg me with this dildo? No, it's not like that at all. Um, It's definitely the, you know, hot new sex act and not everybody is on board with it. And especially if you guys are pretty vanilla, this could be shocking. I don't like that he said that. What? Because it's just such an easy, like, uh, very terrible joke about it not being vanilla anymore. If he starts getting the pegging, you know what I mean? It's the low hanging fruit joke. He keeps talking about how vanilla his non-pegging sex life is and. He wants to go. Never mind. Okay. So I want to know, how's your communication? It would be chocolate, Emily. Come on. How is your um, sex communication with your sex life? It's, you know, it's something that you should be talking about together. And if you are not able to talk about, you know, sex, a good way to open up this conversation is to share your fantasies with each other, you know, and you want to bring it up again outside the bedroom, not during a sexy date night. And, you know, a great time is when you're in the car. To be honest, you're on a road trip. You're not looking in each other's eyes. You could be driving to the Safeway. It doesn't matter. To target. Um, it makes it easier to have difficult conversations if you don't have to maintain eye contact. I'm a huge fan of eye contact, but when this is, uh, you know, this kind of topic, I think that's a good suggestion. Actually, Charlie Glickman, huh. he's the pegging king. He was on my show. We talked about this. Ask your wife if there's anything she's ever been wanting to try that you haven't done. See what she says. You want to have a conversation. When it's your turn, name a few things of your in a few of your fantasies. So... You could say, I want to watch porn with you. And then this would be a good time. You could say, you know, I've always, you know, I've been, you could blame it on me. Say, I've heard the male prostate. You know, it's called the the male P spot, the male G spot. And say that you've heard they can give you amazing orgasms. And this type of stimulation for men, you know, can be amazing. It doesn't make you gay. Um, and if she seems freaked out, you really can't push it. You really can't push it. But maybe she needs to digest it. But if she seems open, this is where you start off slow. She can just start with some lube. She can start rubbing around your anus. You don't want to start. She's not going to. Let me tell you something. Your wife is not going to all of a sudden put say, yes, honey, let's try this and put a strap on. on. Go pegging. So you got to slowly build up to this. Um, and um, I've had a lot of shows about pegging. So you could listen to like the do's and don'ts. But again, the key is, you know, that's why I always say I haven't said this in a while. 
communication is lubrication. If you want to have better sex with your partner, um, the one way to make your fantasy true, it, fantasy come true is to talk about it. So this is something obviously that you want to try. Don't keep ruminating about it. Have the conversation. But again, start by talking about different fantasies and what you need and then build up to it. But she's your wife. So talk about it. it should be on the table. And good luck. Let me know how it goes. Thank you, Bob. And thank you, Anderson. One more thing. We are looking for interns. Wait a minute. What? Were you just done with it? Just oh, like go. that? Well, All I right. thought we had to go. Tell me, because someone walked in. Maybe I, I just go. But I cut that out of the show. Okay, so no one knows if they walked in, but oh, now sorry. they do. But sorry. Okay, go ahead. What, Tell if, me, he, what if he sent himself uh, like a uh, a strap on? And he's like, look what the guys at work gave gave me. Silly guys at work. And then he put like staged it, put it in the bathroom. And then while they're having sex, he's like, I gotta wash my hands. And then he pretends she, she to- think he was a tool belt. And then he pretends to slip or something. He comes out and it's like in his butt. He's like, life fell <laughs> and it's in my butt, but I kind of like it. <laughs> Will you take it out, honey? That's I mean that that could that be, could totally happen. Whoops, I slipped and fell. I on slipped and fell. On. That's how everything falls in people's butts, right? Yeah, people always exactly. slip and fall on it. So that could could happen. That could totally that's another scenario, Anderson. I'm so glad you're here because yes. it's like different perspectives. Thank God, right? Okay. Yeah. Interns. You need some interns I to do. fall on and things. Let me and tell get you something. Stuff in their it's butts. A, pretty good time at being in it. It's a really good time being in a sex only intern. And that's what we're looking for right now. We're looking for like media, uh, marketing, media, people who know social media. You, I want you, you need to live in the, the Los Angeles area. We're not taking, unfortunately, we can't have interns that are not able to come into the office. So I just want to work from home today. Like, no, that's like really not an option. So if you have social media experience and you can write Please email us feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can also check it out on internships.com or internmatch.com um, or email me feedback at sexwithemily.com with your resume and writing samples, um, LA and OC applicants only. We need it. It's a great time. So that's all, Anderson. Ventura. That's all I got for you. What? Ventura County, no good? Well, okay, here's the thing. I, st- if you, my I grew up in Ventura Hollywood, County. I grew up in Ventura County. If you County. want to commute, and I commuted to my job. I started working in radio in 1996. Okay, November I don't know. 1st, I don't know LA geography. The first yet. day that you, you fine Valley. So Ventura, I've, Ventura's okay. Yeah, totally. My inter- I've interned in Ventura. Yeah, okay, good. No, no. I just mean like you can get to Hollywood. I don't care if <laughs> oh, you yeah. drive three hours. If you can get there, Newberry it's three Park, times a week. Thousand Oaks works. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't know. That's what that's what I'm saying. I'm really my LA, my LA geography is still leaves a lot to be desired. So thank you, Anderson. Thank Everyone, you check out your podcast, Film Vault. Film Vault, and uh, yeah, we did top five naked scenes this week. Didn't you uh, do that last time? Or last week, yeah. To, and then this week we did, well, that, it's still up right now, though. Well, okay, actually, no, check by it the out. time this, this dropped yeah. out, the new one is a top five killer kids in movies. So, kids a kill. Yeah. I love it. It was fun. It was okay. a good one. Well, you're a good one. Uh, um, thank my, you. And my movie's going to be available online uh, shortly. I'm trying to put together a package because I'm trying to uh, raise money for my feature, is the next big step I'm going to be taking. So, oh my God. I'll let you guys know about all that stuff and you can okay. see teasers and all that. Well, um, Yes, we will. We will promote that. And Thank also, you. Anderson, um, and come December meet us 6th. on December sixth. Please 6th. just come. It's yes. gonna be a good time. Not please, Don't like, but beg them. that's so pathetic. I know, but I love you all, and um, I'm grateful for you. So thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, I mentioned the intensity early on that I am grateful for it, and this one is the MVP of 2015. Um, it's kind of like if you've ever been to the gym on the treadmill and you're like, God, I wish something could exercise for me or do my exercise for me. This actually does your Kegel exercises for you. Your pelvic floor strength for women, you have urinary incontinence. Um, sometimes you sneeze and you pee. You want to find your G-spot. You want to have stronger orgasms. You want to desire sex more. This is a rabbit vibe that is also a G- that is also a Kegel exerciser. It's a genius health invention and 
sex toy. Um, both a vibrator and a Kegel exerciser. It's the only device that combines your pleasure with pelvic floor toning. Um, and 43% of women have trouble enjoying sex in their lives. We hear from them all the time. Age, childbirth, stress, they all play an active role in your ability to participate and enjoy sex. You know that I love it. I even let it mix into my meditation time. Um, check it out. It's the only intimate health product every woman needs. It's pleasure with a purpose. Go to pormoi.com, P-O-U-R-M-O-I, and check it out. Also, if you want to know more about it and you're like, what are you talking about, Kaggles? Go to my website and Google um, sex or search sex toy review intense and unplugged, and you'll love it. Thanks for listening.